Blast Radius Woods Ball Podcast, Episode 179. This is the podcast where you'll find out more about Woods Ball, recreational paintball, and scenario games. My name is Wayne. Blast Radius Woods Ball Podcast's coverage of Operation Phoenix D-Day is coming very soon. This will be Australia's largest scenario paintball game on March 5th and 6th, 2011. Our title sponsor for this exclusive coverage is Empire Battle Tested. We thank them for their support. This episode of Blast Radius Woods Ball Podcast is brought to you by Tipman Sports, MacDev, and Hydrotech Paintballs. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash BRWP. Over 85,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. So have you ever been to Antarctica? Antarctica? I'm closer to Antarctica than you are. <laughs> That's definitely true, but have you, have, you, have you ever been there? No, no, no. No, me either. No, I haven't. All right, we'll get we'll, we'll get we'll get more into that a little <laughs> later. We'll 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 talk about Antarctica in a minute. Uh, and I don't think they play paintball there. I'm just guessing. Maybe that Hydrotech could do quite well there. Right? <laughs> oh, now you're stretching it. Now you're stretching it. <laughs> if Hydrotech want to pay me to go there, I'll test it. For them. <laughs> I don't. You're coming into the wrong part of their season, I think. Anyway, so uh, let's let's focus on the the, the problem at hand. Uh, major change here at Blast Radius Woods Ball Podcast since the last time uh, we released an episode. Uh, some things have changed. So uh, the the plan originally was for me to be on an airplane right about now, headed down to a game in, in uh, just outside of Melbourne, Australia, uh, and spend uh, the weekend and then a couple of days in uh, in the land down under. But unfortunately, a couple of things had to a couple of things changed, and my uh, situation had to get reprioritized. Uh, family issues have, have prevented me from going. Now, I've been trying to explain this to as many people as I can, uh, so some of you will have already heard this news, but uh, I will not be attending the game at Phoenix D-Day in Rawson, and it's uh, it's not I'm not happy about it, put it that way. But uh, there comes a time when things need to be prioritized and this sounds like the birds and the bee conversation no 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 so, <laughs> uh, no it's about priorities ben so i guess it could be about the birds and the bees but no Pri- <laughs> priorities uh so unfortunately paintball did not win uh in the list of priorities at this time so I'll have to replan. We'll see if we can get a another date picked and, and make another trip to Australia. But, however, just because I'm not there does not mean that we will not give this game as much coverage as possible. So I've arranged with a couple of different people to do some interviews on our behalf. We'll be uh, having them take some pictures, shoot some video, and they're going to be sending back audio footage as well. So Lou, also known as... Max 50 BMG is going to be conducting some interviews. I sent a, uh, I met up with him right before he got on his airplane, uh, gave him a, a handheld digital audio recorder that he can use while he's down there. 
uh, he's going to talk about some, uh, you know, he's going to conduct some interviews on our behalf. So I think that'll be good. In addition to that, we've also got those crazy guys, uh, Joda, uh, <laughs> Michael Costa, and uh, and Sam. So those two guys are also going to be running around at the game. Uh, I've asked them to, to collect some audio this, footage as well. This shows how desperate we are. <laughs> we have asked Joda and Sam. It's not that we're desperate. It's the... It's the <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'll, I'll say it how it is. <laughs> so, now, if, if you've listened uh, to the show, let's see, back in... That must have been 2008. No, sorry, 2009. When uh, Headshots and Joda were over here at uh, Oklahoma D-Day, they did some recording of their adventures, and that we released that as Blast Radius Bushball Podcast episode number one. So maybe we'll release the footage that they collect at this game in Rawson as episode two for them. We'll see. We'll see how it. Uh, we'll see what kind of work they provide. How about that? We'll see what kind of product we get out of them. No promises. No promise any of it's going to make it to air. <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll have to make a, uh, a judgment call on whether the effort that it would require to edit the footage and uh, what value it may bring. Um, indeed. Indeed. So, uh, Joda has promised me that he's going to try to be professional this time, and I hope that that works out. So, we shall see. Um, but it'll be fun in any case. Uh, really looking forward to that. Um, I did call down and talk to Bushy about the uh, the about the, the disappointing news, and he was very encouraging as far as you know getting me back down there next year. We'll see how that works out. He was uh, super gracious, and I, I, I had to you know thank him again for his uh, offer for hospitality, even though I wasn't able to take him up on it. So, looking forward to hearing all about the game. A couple of other Americans are headed down to uh, to that game as well, so we'll hear some uh, some some great stories from everyone. Uh, Who's who's down there? I'm sure we'll we'll get all kinds of of good info back about it. So, uh, Ben, one of the things that's uh, you know we'll have to pick the next game based on one that you can go to as well, so we can both get down there and uh, and have some fun. Have you uh, have you got permission for that? <laughs> <laughs> we will cross that bridge when we get there, my friend. <clears throat> So, uh, I'm one, talking about permission from from my side. Oh, from your side. Oh, well, that now I've got to ask your you, wife. Have you too. worked on that? I, um, I I did talk to her about that briefly. Yes, I did actually. Oh, good. I wouldn't say it's permission, but she's at least open to the idea. So we've got some headway. <laughs> awesome. We'll see. We'll see what that brings us. <laughs> All right, that's good enough for me. All right, so. Uh, We've got a, yeah, a special clip coming up here. One of the teams that we interviewed recently, the Acer Paintball Club, the, the guys up in Canada, they went out of their way to record a clip about paintball tactics. And they've got a, they've actually they've lined up quite a few of these for us. And they put uh, they put their own special touch on it, and it sounds really good. I'm pretty happy with it. So uh, we want your feedback on this. This is a an audio clip from Acer Paintball Club about paintball tactics. We'll br- we'll play it here in just a moment. I want to want to talk to you about Audible first, but um, we'll uh, we'll ask you for your feedback. We need you to give us a call at three zero three nine five two zero two seven four on the voicemail line here at Blast Radius Woods Ball Podcast, or drop us an email, studio at brwp.net. 
So tell us what you think about the uh, the the tactics clip from Acer Paintball Club. We're we're going to continue to to roll these out from time to time when it feels like they fit with the uh, with the episode. So, but first, I want to tell you about a book I just started reading on Audible. Take a break here for a second to describe the. It's called Endurance: Shackleton's Incredible Voyage. So it's. Uh, let me read you the, the the quick description here. In August of 1914, the British ship Endurance set sail for the South Atlantic. In October 1915, still half a continent, still half a continent away from its intended base, the ship was trapped, then crushed in the ice. For five months, Sir Ernest Shackleton and his men, drifting on the ice packs, were castaways in one of the most savage regions of the world it's it's a non-fiction story and it's it's really gripping i've heard a lot about it and uh, i've just downloaded i just got started i just finished chapter one i wanted to share a quick clip with you here you go farther forward the dog team drivers had attached a large piece of canvas to the port rail and made it into a sort of chute down to the ice alongside the ship they took the 49 huskies from their kennels and slid each one down to the other men waiting below ordinarily Any activity of this sort would have driven the dogs mad with excitement, but somehow they seemed to sense that something very extraordinary was going on. Not one fight broke out among them, and not a single dog attempted to break away. It was perhaps the attitude of the men. You know, I'm not sure, because I've only read chapter one, but I don't think any, I don't I don't think this story ends up very well for the dogs. <laughs> Well, I don't think the dogs came back from Antarctica anyway. I think most of the time they ate them. <laughs> I wasn't going to come out and say it because I, I I think that's what happens. But mm. yeah, well, I'll let you know as I as I read through. We'll we'll find out for sure. Um, so anyway, uh, you can uh, use this as your uh, your audible pick. If you become a an Audible member using the special uh, special link, go to audibletrial.com/brwp. That way, you can uh, sign up to be a, a member like I am, and you will get one free audiobook. You can listen to this one, or you can listen to uh, one of the other eighty five thousand titles that they have to choose from. Give it a uh, give it a chance today. Audibletrial.com/brwp. All right, now let's roll over to the uh, tactics clip from Acer Paintball Club. Produced by Acer Paintball Club for Blast Radius Woods Ball Podcast. Welcome to Acer Paintball Club's Tactical Talk, where we talk paintball player tactics for fast-paced objective games. My name is Gabe. Thanks for listening to episode number one. Today's episode is about reading your opponent in cover. The cover that your opponent is behind can have a big impact on how they play, and recognizing this can give you an edge. Let's say you're on offense and you're pushing forward through mixed cover. When you encounter an opponent at medium-long range, you both put some paint in the air and get into cover fast to decide what to do next. You choose the best available cover for yourself because you know that it will play some role in determining how effective you can be playing behind it. Remember, the same goes for the other guy, and if you're planning to move on this defender, it might help to know something about his body position. If your opponent is behind a large piece of cover, a sheet of plywood, for example, they have options. They can play from their feet or from a comfortable crouch, and their mobility is not limited. They can fire over and around cover. They can duck in and out easily, look behind them, and communicate well with their team. This opponent is in good shape. 
proceed with caution. If he or she are in lower cover and they have to play from their knees, bending and crouching, making movement, aiming, communicating and everything else a little more difficult. This opponent is still dangerous, but will be slower to react to your next move. Low cover is really tough to play from. It's hard to duck in and out to get a good shot. You can't get up to run without big risk. Communication is limited, and playing prone is exhausting. If your opponent is on their belly, struggling to keep body parts out of harm's way, then you have the best chance to make something happen. So have a look. Try to notice what your opponent is behind, and how that affects their game. Simply put, bigger cover means a faster, more able opponent, while an opponent in low cover has it tough and might be easy to beat. Take reading opponents behind cover to the next level by getting to know the playing field as well as possible. With enough experience in a given game, you'll know the very position your opponent is in, and you might even know such details as relevant blind spots, exactly where they're going to return fire from, and what angles they are vulnerable to. You're always going to choose the best possible cover for yourself. Add to this an understanding of what your opponent is facing, and you'll be hard to beat. This has been an Acer Paintball Club's Tactical Talk, where we talk paintball player tactics for fast-paced objective games. My name is Gabe, acerpaintball.ca. That's A-C-E-R paintball.ca. Produced by Acer Paintball Club for Blast Radius Woods Ball Podcast. Special thanks to our title sponsor, Empire Battle Tested. We also appreciate the support of Tipman Sports, MacDev, and Hydrotech Paintballs. Anytime you want to contact the show with feedback or show ideas, there's a few ways you can do that. Send an email to studio at brwp.net. You can call the studio line on 303-952-0274. You can also contact us on Twitter, Facebook, or Skype. You can post on our forum, and you can get to there by our website, brwp.net. We're glad you've tuned into the show today. Since 2006, we are your independent paintball podcast resource. My name is Wayne, and on behalf of my co-host, Ben, thanks for clicking on Blast Radius Woodsball Podcast. Play hard, play safe, and have fun. You got an earthquake in the background. God. You've been listening to a Lucky Six Productions podcast.